0: If you walk into a nice pasture and your cows look good and that, and you you reflect back and think, I've done this, you know, this has been done without any chemical fertilisers. This is natural. That's cool. That's that's like winning the grand final, but even better.
1: That was Chris Eggett, and you're listening to The Regenerative Journey. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and internationally, and their continuing connection to country Culture, community, land, sea, and sky. And we pay our respects to elders past, present, and future.
2: G'day, I'm your host, Charlie Arnott, and in this podcast series, I'll be uncovering the world of regenerative agriculture, its people, practices, and principles, and empowering you to apply their learnings and experience to your business and life. I'm an eighth-generational Australian farmer who transitioned my family farm from industrial methods to holistic regenerative practices. Join me as I dive deep into the regenerative journeys of other farmers, chefs, health practitioners, and anyone else who's up for yarn, and find out why and how they transition to a more regenerative way
1: of life. Welcome to The Regenerative Journey with Charlie Arnott.
2: G'day, this interview that you're about to listen to is with Chris Eggert. He is a such a humble, lovely, wonderful fella. I went to university with Chris uh, many years ago at the University of New England uh, in Armidale, in New South Wales, and um, lost track of each other for some some years, many years actually, until recently, or a couple of years ago, Chris um, came and attended one of our biodynamic workshops at, uh, at Borough, at Hanamino, at the farm. And um, since then we've remained in contact and I interviewed him a couple of months ago now and I can't tell you how much I learned, what inspiration he is, what an amazing... Um, Adaption of regenerative practices that he's been learning and honing um, for many years now and 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 he's essentially he's a dairy farmer who was very conventional and you know, sort of I guess twenty years ago now he, for a number of reasons which you'll have to listen to to uh, to understand, um changed to more regenerative practices and is one of a handful of organic dairy farmers supplying to the wonderful co-op norco co-op. Um, milk co-op, and I can't tell you how much I learned and wh- how inspired I was by Chris's um his approach to farming and 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 his love of farming, the love of his family involved in that farming. Um, so many wonderful tips and tricks and principles and practices. Um, just I mean, this is about dairy farming, but it's it's applicable. His his, his philosophy and the practices are absolutely applicable to any any type of um, agriculture. So so excited to, 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 um, uh, to be releasing this one. Um, he's a real inspiration and, you know, if, if only we could get, you know, more dairy farmers thinking the way Chris is um, thinking, you know, the impact of deregulation would be, be mitigated, you know, there'd be so much more opportunity, so much better quality milk and better quality businesses and better quality lives out there in the dairy industry. I'm very passionate about. My grandfather was a, um, dairy, a dairy man and, and uh, on my mum's side um, and a few generations back too. So it's, it's an industry that's dear to my, dear to my heart. And, and this man, Chris Eggett, is dear to my heart too, I have to say. Lovely, lovely fellow. I hope you enjoy this interview with the amazing, wonderful dairy farmer extraordinaire, Chris Eggett. Okay, Chris Eggett. here we are at uh, Oxhill Organics Eggert's
0: farm, yeah. Red Bank
2: Warhope. Red Bank Warhope. Um, I'm can't tell you how excited I am um, today. Even though we've been up since three thirty, well, I've been up since three thirty. You probably got up at three o'clock, being a good dairy farmer.
0: You know, to make you a coffee.
2: You maybe turned up this morning with a coffee at quarter to four. Yeah. And then off we went. So um, we're Chris's farm and his family farm is an organic. Uh, uh, one of the one of the few. Or one of three is it three Norco um uh co-op milk co-op organic producers and um I had the pleasure of uh, helping chris milk those cows this morning um we will dive deep into all the sort of bits and pieces and different enterprises and so on um uh that the that chris's family um do here and they and they run this beautiful farm five hundred acres you've sort of got some um land that's yours and some leased and and um but also i'm really keen chris to understand uh I guess your journey. Yep. Uh you know, from from a conventional farming a dairy sort of situation as, as we were dairy. Um dairy meat, um <laughs> beef, you know. And um and Chris and I went to university together. So we sort of did a lot of our tertiary study. Um we sort of understand what we went through there. But mate, tell me first, we are in. Tell us where we in, where we are and why and what are we looking at here on this beautiful farm?
0: Oh, we're just um I have a look in the uh, river Flats of the Hastings River, and office, opposite this is um, the town of Warhope, which is a great little country town on the uh, mid North Coast of New South Wales. Um, very privileged to have grown up here and um, and able to yeah now farm here and have uh, my family uh, help me on the farm as well. I'm a fourth generation on the on this land, and um, my kids. Um, seem to have a pretty keen interest in it, so maybe one day they'll become, you know, the fifth fifth generation. We'll wait and see. But um, Yeah, we've uh, changed the farm in our farming practices dramatically in the last um, 20 years. Um, we converted to organic farming in uh, 2000. That was, um, our, you know, as a push because of uh, deregulation in the dairy industry. We uh, decided to do something different. Uh, my parents were on board with it. It's just, you know, very fortunate. Um, was, you know, obviously I'd only been farming for, you know, four, four or five years, I think, since I got back from uni, and um, very conventionally, you know, yeah, lots of chemical, and, um, yeah, lots of uh, artificial fertilisers and that sort of thing. I didn't know any other way. Just thought that was the way you did it, and then, um. Yeah, it looked like our price was going to be uh, significantly reduced. And um, I think we just bought the family farm off my, my, my dad's sort of generation. And I just did the figures and just went, no, you know, we're going we're gonna to go bust here. Like, it's, it's just not going to work. So um, there was an opportunity through the Hastings Co op at the time to um, um, do some organic farming. And I didn't know anything about it. To tell you the truth, I just sort of was just, you know, for hippies and and whatnot back then. Um, you know, if someone said to me, oh, you're an organic farmer, I should have laughed at them. But um, so we, we, we,
2: we did, I remember at uni, we did one lecture on organic farming in four years.
0: I can't remember. I probably didn't get out that lecture. <laughs> <laughs> you I were we got your you notes. Were, <laughs> you were wagging. Yeah.
2: Before we d- dive into, um, I guess, transitioning and, and what took place there, can you give us a sense of – well, what I'm really – before we even go there where what, where are we in we're, we're in this what it's describe what what sort of building we're in at the moment as in what it's used for which oh is I think it's
0: really cool we're sitting here um yeah overlooking the farm and my mum has always been uh, passionate about yoga and um i suppose it's 10, 10 years or so ago she had the opportunity to build up like a little like a yoga studio on the farm and she's done that and done a really great job And uh, with dad's support and um you know, we have not only does she do yoga classes here. We've been you know, with, you know farm functions here and our know, field days and things like that in the past. Obviously, this year we haven't had too many with the COVID. Um, yeah, so it's just like a nice, quiet sort of place on the farm. You know, we're really uh, fortunate. You know, mum you know, gives us that bit of, like, peace and balance on the farm, I mm-hmm. suppose. Um, it's just the way she is. and So, yeah. You know, they'd be really lucky.
2: Does Paul, your father, know you sneak over here and have a camp every now and again? <laughs> he does now.
0: Yeah, it's a good place to get away from it all. And <laughs> yeah, and feeling a bit tired or whatever. No one's knocking at the door or ringing you up. It doesn't happen <laughs> real often. But.
2: If you're calling Chris and you can't find him, you'll probably find him. Probably find him in here. It is beautiful. And, oh, and I'm
0: actually meditating, Charlie,
2: right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say, um I arrived last night. We had dinner. We've had breakfast and um jenny your mum i think she she the, what she put on this morning was was uh probably you i don't think you'd find that sort of feed anywhere to be honest i'm not just pumping up your tires it was delicious because the eggs were from the farm the ham was from the farm the sourdough was from just up the road yep. um you did that someone that turned up this morning with the delivery of some fruit and veg and things is that what were they
0: yes yeah, they're like neighbor neighbor they, you're just swapping vegetables yeah. and and that sort of thing yeah it's just like yeah like, you know we've tried it like you know, create community mm. um, through food um, and through health. Um, and that's, you know, the, I suppose the yoga Centre goes with that, you know, look, it's, you know, it's about health and mindfulness and, 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 and that's what's happened on the farm, I suppose. We just become really mindful of what we do and, and, and what the consequences are, you know, for people's health, uh, for our environment, for the welfare of the animals and all that sort of thing. There's some, you know, obviously they're big big topics now and I suppose the mindfulness before was about production and, and profit and, and now it's, you know, obviously, you know, to, you have to make a profit to be sustainable but it's more about, you know, the regeneration of the, like what you do, Charlie, with, of the land and for, for future generations and that sort of thing. Not, not only getting it back to what it was but, you know, making it better because it's, I think it's infinite what, what you can do. What the biology in the soil and what what can happen like it's really exciting um and you know we're we are just you know we just scratch the surface here like there's just so much more we can do
2: before we before we get on to what you have done um can you take us back to sort of i guess um you Know your your first experiences with with being you know um, growing up on a dairy farm that sort of you know, con- uh, so called you know conventional dairying sort of a a farm. What were some of the some of the I guess the practices and the things that we can then use as reference points for um, things that you then changed um, down the track? But you just give us a sense of of you know what what it was like growing up on a dairy farm the jobs the sort of the enterprises the sort of the the practices of of, of that which may or may not reflect sort of other other farms generally but what did you guys do yeah
0: it's true um you know i had a great i was very lucky i had a great upbringing here on the farm with my cousins and you know farming i suppose for us we you know we helped out a bit you know in haymaking season and um you know we rolled up turf and that sort of thing and did a bit of milking and track drive, but mostly you know we're interested in playing footy and riding bikes and all that sort of stuff like you know normal kids do um i guess like i suppose like milking and the work on the farmers like more of a like a duty type like a chore you know whereas now um you know i feel fortunate to be able to do it like you said this morning it's almost like you know relaxing sort of thing if if you can make it that way if you i suppose you have an attitude like that and you know if i'm
3: down the farm shifting a fence or getting cows and calves in like it's not well it's almost not work you know like
0: oh like how, how good's this like, <laughs> or we're making you know compost or something like that you know so there's all or moving the chickens or the pigs like it is at the time it's you know it's a drain it's hard like you know in the drought and all that sort of thing like it's and I, I don't sugarcoat it or anything like that. But, like, if you sit back and reflect on it, like with your family, and that, you know, man, we're so lucky to be able to uh, do do this type, type of farming and and know that you're like you, you're creating like food for people, like proper proper bloody food. You know what I mean? With it's nutritious and dense, and it's the best you can know, do. We can always do better. And, and and I guess that's what you know drives us to out of bed in the mornings to to go and improve you improve yourself and and improve your farm and improve your product yes
2: and what what were some of the practices um that you i mean we talked about it sort of off the cuff this morning about um you know health of animals um health of pasture um the sort of the, the milking yeah. process and what, what what was what was some of the sort of you know just your your your, your day-to-day practices that that you've changed that, oh, back back like, back then yeah, was, yeah yeah just just, just give us a sense know, of what it throw was as
0: much urea at the place as you could to make it grow
2: and um, urea, urea being a nitrogen fertilizer. yeah
0: nitrogen um, uh, potassium uh, phosphorus your three big yeah. elements in the in the conventional uh farming and you know, a lot, lot, lot of um, breeding for bigger, better, you know, prettier cows. You know, I mean, like we, we had all the cow magazines a lot like people magazines. You know, in the cow world, <laughs> <laughs> not that I've read lately. <laughs> Maybe at uni,
2: uh, I stole them off you. <laughs> <laughs> Can you? Oh, you still got them? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe. But um, yeah, and yes. Yeah, uh so yeah like i said i was in about production and you just do whatever it took to to um to get there. we always grow a lot of corn which involved a lot of tillage um and then and then we use like chemical for you know weed suppressant and um pesticides and that sort of thing like i remember coming out from uni using all that stuff and like your face would feel like a you know big fireball like it'd be that hot from you know, mixing it and, and spraying it and that, but you sort of didn't know any
3: other way, I, I suppose. And like I thought, you know, I, th- I just thought I was doing the right thing, right, the right way of farming. And
0: like I said, when we went to organic farming, it, I learnt along the way. It, it, to tell you the truth, it wasn't, you know, a decision about doing being noble or anything like that. It was about hopefully saving our bacon and, excuse the pun, and, you know, being profitable and that sort of thing. But as we got into it and we talked to people and read different books, not not, not the sort of books I read when I was at uni,
3: and um, you could see there's this other way. Then just, just like the whole world just opened up in front of you, you know what I mean? Like,
2: what, what about some of the animal health sort of, like, you know, the, the, the animal health regime you're talking about, um, some of the treatments, you know, that you might um, might have given the, the cows at different times and the
0: oh yeah, well you know lots of uh, synchronisation, of um, their cycle or whatever to, to get them in calf. So you know we're using hormones and uh, we're using like, a lot of antibiotics, um, for mastitis control and for just general like sickness because of, you know, we just I didn't know I was just sick, but when I look back I'm pretty sure it was from the amount of nitrogen we're pouring on the place. And, um, you know, it was, it was a bit of a, like, us versus them, you know, in the dairy. Like, they'd be hissing and shitting all over you and that sort of thing. You'd you mean the, young,
2: the, the, the you guys versus the, cow. the cows? Yeah,
0: the cow. you know. It was yeah. like you're going to go and milk and, like, you're going to go and play a game of footy, you know what I mean? Like, let's get ready. Who, who won? Who used to they, they, they always win. <laughs> there's only so much shit you can swallow, you know. So. <laughs> but, you know, like, there's two – usually two people milking and, you know, one – one basically standing there hosing the, the crap crap down and the, the hiss and whatever and, or, or hanging on to the cow while she's kicking or, or whatnot. But now it's just, you know, we milked the small and I don't think we had any. Like I thought I'd have pissed all over here for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the, new, the, That's, new,
2: the new guy. Yeah,
0: he must have a good good way of it, Charlie.
2: So. <laughs> I was just following your, following your lead. And I've got to say, we can't leave the viewers. I'm, I'm not going to stand up, but the, my pants – no one would believe. Actually, they're more dirtier from the dog that jumped on my lap this morning than than actually the 200 cows we milked this morning. And I, t- I tell you what, I can't believe the pants I'm wearing. No one, no one in the in- industry would, have done, you know, we didn't wear aprons, no, no gloves, and right. we just can
0: we say that? Yeah. That, oh well, <laughs> I don't think it's illegal, but it's it's not encouraged to. not to. <laughs> but, but we, we don't need we, to. we don't need to. Yeah, no iodine sprays or in the fire, You know, the cows kept pretty clean and mm. and that sort of thing. So. You know, less. You know, we hardly use any water in the dairy anymore. Um, oh, dang! Don't give all the good stuff away.
2: Sorry, I'm distracting you. So yeah, so So the 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 animal. What are animal health thing. So they were. Oh, you're saying they were getting sick.
0: Well, the big thing was calving. Like you know, you'd have to have the cows in a paddock, and be watching them all the time, um, to see when they start calving. Because generally, you had to pull a calf out, or or the cow just couldn't do it, or she'd die, or the calf would die, or there'd be a drama. You know what I mean? I remember coming home. You know in the afternoons from playing footy or whatever when i first came back from uni from up north and you know 10 o'clock at night after uncle or whatever and have to go and pull out bloody calves or ring the vet and that sort of stuff but now we just sort of go down the paddock and, oh there's a cow and calf and, oh yeah she's had a calf for you know you could have eight or ten calves in a day and no dramas you know what like you still have the odd problem but and nothing like we used to and 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 as you said, like, the temperament of the cows is – like, you get the odd cow that kicks and that sort of stuff, but in general is so good. Like, they're so quiet and, you know, easy to manage and that sort of thing. So that's the big
3: thing, I think.
2: Temperament and sort of behaviour.
0: Yeah, temperament and that sort of thing, yeah, and the behaviour and, and, and the, car, the ability to, to carve and ability to breed. You know, we just have a bull, just runs in the herd. Like he said, or oh, when when do you calf? I said whenever they feel like it. Or <laughs> when do they go and calf? Or well, whenever they're keen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just whenever. As it doesn't nature, matter if it's nature. It, it doesn't matter if it's winter, summer, or spring, or if there's a spring flush or whatever they call it or anything like that. You mm. know what I mean? If it's really, really hot, you know, they're not gonna be yeah, yeah. gonna get go out and calf, you know what I mean? Like what's the point of like even trying?
3: Yeah, letting yeah. them
2: choose, and you mentioned you used a fair bit of um uh, as I, I guess as a reasonably
0: standard thing a lot of antibiotics in in in, in um oh in- yeah. heaps, heaps, yeah, I think not like you sure nineteen ninety nine is their
3: last year like conventional farming, just just what we spent at the vet was twenty thousand for for what for animal health, so that was just that'd be um, like vet visits, antibiotics. Hormones. Um that it's just, just keeping them alive or whatever, you know. T- and testing and, and that sort of thing. Now, well we don't we don't go there Look, we haven't had a vet on the farm for years. So but, and that and that the, the the change in animal health was pretty fast. Like it took a while for the soils to improve. But I think
0: taking the bad stuff away Help health pretty quickly.
2: When you say bad stuff, what 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 are you sort of
0: <clears throat> not not like a lot a lot nitrogen, yeah. And f- and the feed the feed additives. Like whatever you care for what I say because you know I don't want to defame a, a product or sure. something like that. You sure. know what I mean. But but you know we used to lose a lot of different additives in the feed. Like they were given to us, you know, by nutritionists and experts. Mm-hmm. In, you know we thought we we're doing the right thing. We you know employing you know nutritionists to to help us with the the feed rations and all that sort of thing, like trying to get extra dollar, like and many can understand it, like dairy farmers are under so much pressure, I mean all farmers are under pressure, That's what I' sort of saying like last night, you know all we can think about or dark farmers are thinking about is tomorrow, like survive until tomorrow, so they're going to use what they need to use to control the weeds or grow the feed, but our attitude is more like you know. Months, years, you know, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's sort of like, a, you know, I'm always saying, like, It'll be all right. Let's just get the, you know, the structures in place and the, like putting the foot footings down, like the soil and that sort of thing
3: of, of a house, you know.
0: We don't need to put the roof on yet. it's
3: <laughs> a good
0: one. We keep, um, you know, we've got to get our piers in the ground. Like, you know, we've got to get the soil biology right, the composting, calcium, the carbon. And the and the rest of it, you know, hopefully fall into to place. You can get, I mean, you can, well, with anything, you can get too fancy, and we've I mean, probably been down that track a bit, like trying to be too perfect, and 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 then it comes back to being a chore, not not fun.
2: What about the, the sort of the the, the bi the word biodiversity, which, um, uh, you know, how does the the biodiversity profile compare, you know, um, you know now to to sort of back then what what was it back then how would you describe the biodiversity sort of profile back then
3: oh, well,
0: what's biodiversity <laughs> like you know what i mean i suppose it was something that greenies used it was the way greenies use you know what i mean um look like i don't you know consider myself a mad bloody greenie or anything like that but
3: i mean i understand like the value of biodiversity that's for sure okay. um yeah well we you know just Corn, ryegrass, corn ryegrass, corn ryegrass, plough plough, plough plough, spray spray. That's what we did. And and like my dad and his
0: brothers and his dad they were great farmers. That's what they did and they did
3: that really, really well. You know what I mean? Like so but that's you know, all all all, all they, they knew. But they were you know, they were good. They were good farmers, that's for sure like they you know I got great um you know I was lucky I had a great work ethic from them, all of them, you know, all my cousins and all that they're all got this wonderful work work ethic, my sisters and you know so not not always lost like through like chemical and all that sort of stuff, you
0: know there's there's a lot of positive stuff that come out of what what's happened in the past that's for sure,
2: totally. We can see it here. I mean, there's the what you're doing now is one thing, and you know that your family stayed here. You know they did a great job, as you said, they were great farmers, and you're the fourth generation, and and there may well be a fifth. And the fact that you're you are a um, a fourth generation means that the generations before you stayed here and survived and did a great job. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here.
0: Oh yeah, that's right.
3: And I'm you know just so grateful. for the opportunity you know to to do what I do, like right? and yeah,
0: I think um you know it's a bit like emotional, I suppose you know, you tell me not to cry and I, <laughs> no, I said I wanted you to cry <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you do you do feel like a bit of you know it's um you know, I suppose a little bit like you're doing it for them as well as like what and, and for uh you know your own your own kids and and, and whatever might happen,
3: like, you know, we're only cust- custodians of the land, like, I'm not into ownership and all that sort of stuff, and, like, I'm just happy to have a bit of ground that I can I can work and do what I like to do with, you know,
0: while while I still can, while, while someone's telling me what I can't do, like, as I mean, like, government, red tape and all that sort of stuff, you know, now, you know, they come, you know, say food and Irrigation and water and you know people telling you what you can and can't do and like rules and regulations, rules and regulations. It's just frustrating. Like if you're if you're a farmer now, like after going through those droughts and you know poor prices and that sort of stuff, like you're obviously got something going
3: on, but you you you're doing well. Do you you do know what right. I mean? To, Surviving. You don't need to be told what what to do by people that. Don't farm,
0: basically. Mm.
2: I mean, I guess, and also we want. We would be nice to be in the position where we. It's not a matter of so much survival, but more of, um, just being, you know, just just being progressive and being productive, no matter the the climate or the or the drought, isn't it? You know, like I know that when we were, um, and it's not to say that now we're just you know running along. It's all beer and skittles, but I mean it, to to. to to have things in place so that it's not a matter of survival, it's a matter of just adapting to the change. And, yes, you have to take your foot off the accelerator sometimes and, yes, you have to – you know, there are times of the year, times of the season you put your foot down again, you know.
0: Yeah, and, you know, you've got to make decisions and, and that sort of thing. Look, there's a farmer around here, you know, he, he was running out of water and he, he hadn't really long set up his dairy and he, he sold all his cows. Well, he's just made that decision. Like in the drought, coming up the Christmas and that, and then now he's back farming again. He's he's bought a, he's bought another herd, and you know he's had a few months off to reflect. And I just like he's a conventional farmer. My my hat just goes off to him. I think that's just so good. You mm. know what I mean? Like mm. so brave, like and like good good on you. You know what I mean?
2: Let's go to um, <clears throat> before we sort of explore some of the things you're doing now the different things and the things that I've been walking around this morning just going wow you know the just you know the different enterprises and the the what 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 I'm experiencing is just 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 beautiful tell me tell me you know um what was what was your i guess I, I sort of know the answer to this question but the listeners don't yet you know what was your experience of of, of university and and in terms of what you learned and then what that means to you now and then at what point was it where was it when or what was it more importantly that made you just go oh maybe i'll try something else you know, that, you know whatever whatever that we have that was presented to you as a type of change yeah well, firstly
0: like you know it's it, it it's really great like you come here and show an interest you know what i mean and i can talk to you about it because it, that doesn't happen very often do you know what i mean where someone's We're made after this. a little bit like knocking on knocking on your door <laughs> <We'll see. laughs> but um so that that's really nice you know like because i don't you know talk to you know with me mates or, or whatever like that much you know and i mean we talk about it at home and that sort of thing, but know probably get sick of it after all (laughs) i know they say they they seem you know the kids in that they're on board with it all and that sort of thing but we're getting back to the university thing like you know when i started university i started doing um it's called a bachelor of natural resources and i
3: never knew really what i wanted to do when i was you know kid growing up all i I wanted to do was like play footy and be a garbo and you go to the pub with your mates you know and that sort of thing i suppose and then but but
2: so did you not want to be a dairy farmer
0: uh, i wasn't sure mm. i liked it i actually really enjoyed doing the turf with dad. dad had like a bit of a turf business and that sort of thing um that was really good like you know i was quite interested in sort of landscaping and you know, i think i did that in 10 and that sort of thing and um but also like like enjoyed like geography and you know, biology at school and that sort of stuff. And then I think, you know, I just was going out the door and mum just said, you know, you need to make a decision. What are you going to do? Where are you going to go? And my uncle lived in Armadale and I went to see him and he just showed me around the universities and I thought, this looks pretty cool. You know, like he showed me the sporting fields and all that sort of stuff. And Excuse me, I ended up, um, I went to Rob College because there was a picture of a black playing footy on, <laughs> on the front of it. That's, that's why I chose. I said, oh, that one there will do. And I didn't want to go to the Catholic one because I wasn't Catholic. <laughs> and that was the other one that played a lot of footy. St. Albus. St. Albert's. we, Yeah, so. I'm glad you came to, <laughs> you came to Rob, mate. <laughs> but then, you know, I started doing the natural resources and, you know, that was all right. But, you know, they wanted us to go bird watching and stuff like that on the weekend and you know I wanted to play footy. Yeah. <laughs> And then like the birds,
2: know. the birds you wanted to watch weren't the ones in the trees, <laughs> man. <mate.
0: laughs> so the, you know that's well you know Blake's like you I got to know, and you fellow fellows were doing rural science, and you know when I when I was away from the farm for a while, like I thought, man, I miss the miss a farm. Like I think, yeah, I want to do agriculture. Yeah, I want to be a farmer. So that's you know when I changed back, and um, you know when I was at uni, I couldn't wait for the holidays to come home and you know work on the farm and that sort of thing, and so. I guess i was always going to come back to the farm deep down that's what i wanted to do like i remember like my grandfather saying to me when i was in like 16 are you going to come back to the farm i said "Oh, i don't know not yet he said oh you won't make a farm unless you come back now i said oh, oh whatever okay. but and he he said when we went organic this is my dad's dad he said you, you're gonna he you can't you you are going to you can not you can not farm without super because everyone around here calls Fertilizer super, like mm. I know super is super phosphate, but that's urea and everything
3: so We're throwing in the super bundle, and I said, "Oh, we're in big trouble if any anyway, you know, we're in just like a lot of debt and stuff
0: like that." So, and then like a few years later, he passed. But before he passed, we took we used to take him down the farm, you know, and show him the farm, and he was like, "Wow, this is you know, and that." I mean, it's all about feel good when someone like. Like someone like you respect a lot or whatever says you can't do it and then says, Well, you're doing something here. There's something going on here. That feels good. And that's what I always think. Like, if you can grow, if you walk into a nice pasture and your cows look
3: good and that, and you, you reflect back and think, Oh, I've done this. You know, this has been done without any chemical fertilizers. This is natural. That's cool. That's, that's like winning the grand final, but even better. I reckon, you know what I mean? Like mm. it's really good. Totally. So the uni stuff, I don't know, I wasn't much good at it, really. I wasn't you
0: know, I wasn't the brightest pumpkin in the patch of space. <laughs> so I say, well, I didn't you know, I missed your, quite, your, your I missed, attention was focused elsewhere. Yeah. yeah, I missed quite a few lectures and that sort of stuff and you know, and I had a lot of you know, I was lucky I had a good group of people around me that helped me, you know, friends and stuff like that. So and I got a bit, I got through it
3: and also, when we did organics, and um, there was a drought in two thousand one, two thousand two, this
0: pretty nasty little drought too. I did a teaching degree as well, so I've got a um, called of diploma diploma of education. I did not know that, believe it or not. So that's a bit cheeky. <laughs> like an ag and science teacher. Well, I haven't done it for five years, um, but so I was while well, we're doing this organic farming thing and battling away um i was also doing um casual teaching at the local high school you know and um yeah you know, i was lucky you know the teachers were really good to me and you know they understood that I, like sometimes i fell asleep at lunchtime and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> just milk <laughs> the cows in the morning and I, I had to get home quickly you know from that last period like i never kept any kids in around it. <laughs> <laughs> no one got a detention <laughs> oh, i'm with gonna you. go home you <laughs> know the cows and that sort of thing <laughs> you know i had good support from parents but like it meant you know i could you know i had a young family so you wanted to shore up your income and whatnot and you know i mean i didn't want to be um taking funds away from the farm and that, as as well you know getting set up
2: so how did what did teaching teach you what what were
0: some of the takeaways um from that experience that i'm fortunate to be a farmer that i'm grateful to do what i do um you know i was a casual teacher and you know, I, I quite liked it at, at stages, but, um,
3: you yeah, know, well, I, I think in the end I wasn't giving it, you know, you know, the students that weren't getting, you know, what they deserve, like, you know, and I was, you know, I was taking money and I wasn't really working for it, you know what I
0: mean, like like, like I should have been. So my, my my mind was focused here on the farm, so I just sat in the car one afternoon. i that not come back, and I never did. Mm. And probably since then, it's gone, you know, better, because I'm more focused on here. So, say so like the uni, like all that, you know, I probably wouldn't be in this position. I mean, now without, you know, doing that bit of teaching and that sort of thing. But you know, the kids, the local kids, you know, good kids and that sort of stuff. So it's pretty, pretty good. But so yeah, yeah, something you didn't know about, Charles. What did
2: Miss, not know Miss, that, Mister Regent, Mister. <laughs> They call you Eggsy behind your back,
0: mate. <laughs> farmer Eggert, <laughs> Farmer
2: Eggert, and yeah. um, and so uh, yeah. What else about university was was yeah? I don't know. Did you take away or or, or, or oh, What are your thoughts on that?
0: Just, just like you know, great friends, like a, you know, friends for life sort of thing from there, and um, you don't know, see that often, but and also like. Um, I was probably out of my comfort zone, like I survived, and and that was through, you know, I worked when I had to work, mm. you know, I studied when I had to study, and I and I realised like yeah, if you if you put your mind to something, you can you can do it. And that's probably more what it taught me than learning about biochem or. You said f- this morning physics and that sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like, um, it taught me to learn. It taught me to learn and taught me to work out of my comfort zone. You yeah, when I went there, I didn't know anyone. You know, I didn't – never heard of it. Like, I wouldn't have known one private school name. You know, there's people there, like, you know, from private schools and that sort of thing. It was a bit of a – yeah, different culture. and you know, I was treading water a bit, but, um, you know, playing you know different like, – rugby union and all that sort of stuff. Like, it was hard to start with, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't swap it. Even though, like, the course and that sort of stuff didn't really – you know, affect what I do but I do remember stuff from it that, that's relevant. You mm. know how you know how proteins are put together, like with amino acids and that sort of stuff. Like, you know, I reflect on that. You know, what I was saying about with the um, the soil. If the soil is balanced and all the nutrients of the pH is correct, can be taken up. And to make a proper amino acid, like you need all the nutrients because there's a lot of there's twenty different ones, and those combinations of different amino acids. Make proteins. So you can imagine all the different combinations of one to twenty in numbers you can make. So if you're not getting those nutrients being taken, you can't you can't make those proper proteins. And if you can't make proper proteins, you can't make your hormones and you can't make your um, vitamins and that sort of thing. And I'm pretty sure as our soils have become balanced and healthier, that's 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 the key to the you know better components in the milk,
3: the healthier cows. The, the better carving so it's I suppose I've got a bit off track there but, but I do remember
0: that sort oh of Lord. stuff from biochem that mm. there, is, there is in what we do there is you know there is science there is a science to it I guess there's not much research on it and that sort of thing and, and, and it's poo-pooed in the conventional world what what you're you doing what we're doing but I, I don't care because I know what we're doing and works And i've seen other farmers do similar things
2: Mm. i also um you know my my reflection of the university was there's a lot was a science course um there's lots of subjects. there was 40 units you know they're all their own separate unit, um and some are pretty intense and but there was very little you know joining the dots between the different units you know there was very little discussion or, or or sort of you know summarizing of now you've just learned about soil physics and, and chemistry and biology and this is how they all
0: work in together that that just didn't happen that's right and that's you know what, what we learn in biological farming you get the um the chemistry right in the soil little little change of physics in the soil and when you, you, know, you have more air in the soil your your biology will be better and your biology's better your chemistry's better it just it all just relates to each other and, you know, like electrical currents in the soil, right? When when the when the um nutrients are balanced and that sort of thing. I don't know, I don't bore you with it, but I've got to remember I've got to remember what I learned too, yeah. because like you know, I learned all this stuff like years ago, I suppose, like I did a lot of reading and you know, listened to, to things and watched things and went to, you know, conferences and just you know, listen to people talk and just sitting there just gobsmacked. How how good's this. You Excellent. know, like you know Gary Zimmerman, Arden Anderson, Elaine Ingham, and Charlie Arnold—people like that. You know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that rooster wasn't doing this. But then, so tell me what? What? So you finished university, um, came home, and there was a there was a number of years where you were on the job, and, and then there was a there was a point at which you know what led to
3: the was there yeah. a, was there a day was there a decision oh, was there? A, you know, well, I
0: get back to the, yeah. Sorry, I got. Yeah, go back to no, the, no, was no. The this, is, this is a pretty loose show. <laughs> there was a deregulation of the dairy industry, and it there was like I said, the, the Hastings Co-op said, "Well, you know,
3: we can do organic farming. Like, you could do organic farming. There's, you know, people in the city want organic food. I don't know, like, like,
0: well, how much would you get?" And they said, "Well, you might get seventy cents a litre. I said, "I'll be in that."
3: Compared to what was? Well, it we're looking with? at like twenty-five. And we were on fifty, so we'll, you know if you're earning, you know, you're turning over four hundred grand a year back then, all of a sudden,
0: well, you know, five hundred grand. Say, so you're only turning over two hundred and fifty. <laughs> you're only making twenty. Yeah, like well, there's a big gap there. Um, so when we first started, we we're still getting that low price. Like now. You know, with Farmers Start Organics, sometimes they get, you know, a little bit of a premium and stuff like that. I don't think we got any of that. But so the first three years are the hardest. They were the worst by far. And that's what prompted me to do the teaching. If this doesn't work, I've got this to fall back on. And we'll, you know, I was we were quite prepared, I think, you know, to sell part of the farm. And when we did, we did sell like a couple little small portions and stuff like that just to keep the banks away and, and, and you know, keep our bills paid and that sort of
2: Because you you went cold turkey pretty much, did you? Oh, massive.
0: You? Like we had we had fertilizer in the shed. Like and we just we put it all out on the last day of the month. I think it might have been July. You know, the last couple of days, we spread all the potassium yeah. party chloride and urea. Like if I look back now, I wouldn't have done it, but and mm. the next the next day we're organic. Or well, we started the organic journey. It's Impressive. it's it's three years, you know, and so yeah, that's that's pretty much how it started. And then you know, we employed, you know, consultants to help us and that sort of thing and you know, I'll sell us this type of microbe and this liquid or, or buy this piece of equipment and that sort of stuff. And you know, I was sort of doing it blind, I didn't really understand it and I was still thinking conventionally. So I'd go, you know, Well, we're using this many units of nitrogen, so we'll get that in chook manure but with the organics you've got a um, compost or chook manure so you've got to wet it you've got to turn it and the smell of it was just horrendous so you know we were not adding extra carbon or anything just putting those fancy microbes in it and they didn't make any difference at all and they were getting cooked with no i just time. that would have been it's, and the smell mate it's just unbelievable look it was worse than the raw chook manure Mm. And, look, we go to spread that. And there's people in town walking down the street with the hankies over there. No, it's <laughs> Kids – And you're, and you're how many? You're three, four k's away? Oh, from town, all five less. I mean, oh, f- just the river separates us. Yeah, right. And, you know, and the council end up ringing us up. You know, they're at school teaching, the kids hanging out the windows, bloody dry them? You know. You're teaching them <laughs> science or ag,
2: and they're all – they can't listen because the they smell from your farm's yeah. so bad. I don't if be a bit of exaggeration. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, I, no, I read it, about that somewhere it, it wasn't It wasn't good <laughs> it was, um, Yeah but, You know It was You know People complain about it And the council come And I said You know We can't We We can't do this You know And then I suppose it, I thought oh, Just Oh we did holistic management That's right We did holistic management And that And that Who but, taught you that Who was your Um Brian Br- Bruce Oh Bruce Ward, Bruce, Bruce Ward, Ward. Oh wow
3: well, Yeah So he was, he was our teacher and, um, yeah, it was um, a really, really challenged you, I think, like apart from learning about the grazing and all that sort
0: of stuff, main thing for me was to, to challenge me to look at myself in the mirror and say, what, what are we, we going to do about this problem? Like you, you're managing this show or
3: you're supposed to be, you know, helping run the sh- ship or whatever. What, what are you going to do? How are we going to change? How are we going to get through this?
0: And that's, um, you know, when you know, like Bruce, I said, oh, re- read, um, this dude called Joel Sullett and read his book. I you know, read, you can farm. Wow, we're talking about carbon and, you know, a, a passion for farming and a love for farming and that sort of thing. And then, um, go to this, you know, someone say, oh, well, go to this conference. Go and listen to this person. I went and saw Elaine Ingham in uh, Coffs Harbour, I think it was 2002 or something like that, 2001, maybe. That's from what I was saying today about the compost,
3: you know, we'd learn about carbon and nitrogen ratios. Um, and we're buying chook manure, and these chooks are just standing on sawdust.
0: And we're buying that, and we'll see, oh, we've got all these cows standing in the yard on concrete. Oh, can't we put some sawdust down? Like, I mean, that's a pretty simple thing to do, like when you look back and then it, and then it turned into um mulch hay and or, or whatever carbon we can get our hands on and we've been doing that you know for about you know, for 18 probably years something like that and we haven't bought hardly any uh, chalk manure since then or every now and again we might buy it
3: if, if if we've run out of compost but we'll add stuff to it you know so um that's pretty She was pretty shaky days early on
0: like you couldn't you know like the, the farm was addicted to those chemical fertilizers and it was hard ass like i remember saying to dad like, why this we stand in this paddock I said, why is this ground so hard man like, look how hard it is he said oh, it's just the way it always been it's just the way it is
3: I thought, oh, right, eh?
0: you know and then it, we did we did start seeing the small changes as we Made reasonable compost, and you know we put some liquids on it. We did compost teas. Through a crazy period of that, with them, you know, going off, and sometimes you get one
3: right, exciting, and you know your brood look really good, and get up there and, and get the cows in the morning. And you could smell what the the bad smell
0: of, that was off, so you'd have to throw it out. So of the, of, you, the t- of the compost tea, of the tea, yeah, like in a <laughs> I don't know what that. It's a bit of wind out there. <laughs> the roof just blew off. That's <laughs> one of your
2: cows. Um, yeah, it's quite. It can be quite prescriptive. Um, compost tea making isn't it? I mean, it's, it can be effective if you get it right. But I've, I've done a, a small, um, short course well, many years ago, and my my sort of takeaway was some really amazing products. Products can be made, but it's, it's sort of. And I reference biodynamics as a sort of an alternative or a um, uh, a, um, a companion type of thing and. Um. Yeah. You, you know. Sort of got a bit of gear, and you know, need a bit of bit of bit of this, bit of that,
0: and sort of suss it out. And oh yeah, I and mean, I, I was real gullible. I just yeah, I'll get that. I need that thing. and But I, I suppose looking back at look, like, the same thing you learnt. Mm. You got some good stuff out there. It didn't matter like the ground was dead. Like you'd have
3: pissed on it and proved it. You know what I mean? Like really, like um. So it. it you know, it's it's at it all
0: helped, and like I said, we we are still do more, a lot more. Yeah, just um,
2: just with that transition period, you know, looking back, you, know, you can't change what you've done. But is there anything that you might suggest to other, you know, dairy farmers? Or I mean, a lot of the things you 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 did aren't sort of just for for a dairy farmer transition type of. Type of thing you know what were some of the things that you might suggest to um let's just talk about dairy farmers because it's a bit more specific to what you did you know what what would you mm.
0: suggest they might think about or or do or not do that you did oh i, I if if they were transitioning like i don't until farmers have suck eggs that's for sure but um suggestions mate suggestions would be look at those resources that manure your cow manure and you you're on where's it going you know, or is it is it you know just being popped out the side of the hill or in one or two paddocks, um, in the laneways, in the
3: dam? Or, or where's it going? What? You know, where's your nutrient going? How how can you get it on the whole farm? That's that's probably the number one thing. Yeah. And and your grazing, like,
0: don't be afraid to um, let the grass grow a bit longer. You might lose some production. In the long run, you're going to catch that back up because your your soils are going to improve. Your roots are going to get down deeper into your soil. You know, like there's a framework that we've taught by the experts and that sort of stuff. And
3: like I get that, I get that. You know, like I said, under pressure, got to got to get the best bang for buck today and tomorrow, like to survive, sort of thing. But. Um, you know,
0: uh, weeds and that sort of thing. Like, I don't, yeah, you know, we don't top the paddocks. Like, I'm happy to look, have them look a bit scrappy and raggy, like a bit of length in the grass, a few weeds here and there, some thistles. Like, you've got insects living in there. You've got deeper root systems. So there's insects on top of the ground. There's insects under the ground. There's insects in the canopy. Like, you see spider webs, like, in the higher grasses. Like, I don't know what they're doing. Like, I haven't really in it, but they're doing something as it comes back to that biodiversity if, if it's if it's there it's good you know if you've only got one grass one height the whole farm that's to me that's monoculture and that's when like you're in you're, you know you're going to get in trouble from you know cut grubs and that sort of thing um, army worms like we've had you know army worm breakouts around the place over the last you know few years and we haven't really been affected by them maybe we didn't look close enough i didn't (laughs) want to know
2: (laughs) but do you think that's because there was there was essentially biodiversity there and there was no we'd like
0: to
3: think so and you know you know some some authors in books i've read and you know have been to talk about how like insects attack unhealthy uh, weak plants and and
0: they're the ones with the nitrates. We hopefully I get this right, it's you know we've we've got complex stomachs, so we need complex foods, and they've got very simple stomachs, and they need just simple foods. So if you've got, you know, one type of amino acid in the in the plant like from the nitrogen base, then that's what you're going to get, and that's that's what they like. The in- insects, yeah. yeah, and they don't you know necessarily like a plant that's been grown with multiple nutrients like that's coming from i like, say you know a balanced compost and is and is he- and is healthy i guess it's too. healthy yeah. for the cows and that but it's not healthy for the insects you know they're called like nature's garbage collectors and the weeds are like nature's soil improvers i mm. suppose I like. <laughs> I mean, some people. just that up? Some people think That that's was crazy. gold. Look, I didn't make it up. Like, I heard someone else say, it. just sounded good. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me feel better about having weeds and got a good excuse. <laughs> no, we love weeds. But I don't, we don't have, we don't have that, you know, we have a few, but, you know, usually if we have them, it's for a reason. You know, we've got bare ground. We've got it wrong. We've, you know, overgrazed or we've tilled at the wrong time, all that sort of thing, you know.
3: It's a re- reason why they're there. But across the farm as we look down now, most baits are pretty clean, like now.
0: They've got like the desirable species, like for for the cattle, for growing milk and that sort of thing. But you know, at times of the year, like you see the, the cows will be picking at weeds in the laneways on the way home. Or you just sort of like observe stuff and notice stuff, you know. Whereas before, like you'd be just on the motorbike pushing them cows up to the dairy as quick as you could to milk them so you'd go home. But now, like, you know, you take time. They walk slower. You know, you let them, you let them have a pick at the weeds, you know, push them along. So they want to stop and have a, you know, pick a couple of bloody berries or something, pick at a thistle or some tobacco or even, like, eucalypt trees, you know, they pick at them. Or, you know, even lantana, everyone says it kills cattle. I don't know. I've seen them kill anything yet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, this morning, I mean, 4 o'clock, we were wandering down through Downy Laneway into the paddock um, and, you know, uh, that in itself was a wonderful thing because you were showing me that the, this is where they'd been the day before, this is where they are now, you were showing me the difference and that there was, you left some leaf, you know, some solar panels there um, that, you know, will provide the, the area and the opportunity to photosynthesize today, right now, that, you know, maybe 21 years ago you might have thought,
0: oh, I'll come back into there and I'll whip, I'll whip that out. Yeah, we'll slash that or, you know, we tidy that up. You know, that'd be the core. we would get in and tidy that paddock up. Mm. So instead of going down with a slasher on the back of the tractor, if we're going to go down the tractor, we're taking a big load of compost down there. You know, we're sort of feeding. I was saying this morning, we're feeding the earthworms. That's what, you know, we're putting microbes out there we're putting some nutrient out there. It's not a heat, but, it, but it's some. It just keeps the soil ticking over and it keeps the things alive. Like worms will come up, literally. Or, you know they'll come up they'll grab that compost and they'll take it back down so when they do that they're creating holes in the soil and and pathways for the roots to grow there they're aerating the soil you know so all the machinery we used to use to aerate the soil it's just you know, it's getting rusty just sitting there because we don't need
2: it you've got the you got your natural
0: aerators well you've got, you you got, got the animals yeah. in the soil and you've got the deeper root systems mm. so every time you know the soil opens up a little bit more, and you get a bit more depth in it. You're farming more farm, not not outwards, but yeah. inwards. You know, what I mean, you're getting more and nutrient vertically coming. Vertically farming, you get more nutrient, yeah, coming to the surface, and yeah, that's you know, like I mean, Joel Salatin talks about that with doing it with animals. You know, vertically and, and business stacking and stuff like that on on the farm. But I, th- I suppose it's the same, you know, un- under the ground as well.
2: What would you um? <clears throat> Sort of back to to uh, other farmers listening, and and um and this is uh you know some of some of your your advice or your suggestions would probably be pertinent to most people in the world. You know, apart from a farmer sort of thinking to transition to maybe organic, or, or I mean, I guess the word organic often conjures up you know a certification type situation. It doesn't necessarily mean you've got to be certified. You you did. Um, what what would you sort of um. Uh, Apart from the actual practices of, and you reference sort of grazing, uh, grazing and composting, what are some of the sort of the things between the years that they might like to think about or change or sort of, you know, I guess to, to, to perhaps give them some confidence
3: to, to take a step? Was there anything that went on in your mind that you had to change? Um, yeah, I think, you know, what a, you know a, a bit of it, like I said earlier, different attitude towards grasses, weeds, um, production, and that sort of thing. You know, it's, it's really hard to quantify on a balance sheet
0: the amount of carbon in your soil and put a, put a price on that. Or how much, you know, like the soil, how many? And if the bank comes, they might say, what, what sort of infrastructure you got on the, on the farm? And well, you know, you get a value on your sheds and your tractors and all that sort of stuff and
3: equipment, whatever. You know, how much is a thousand tons of compost worth you know like that's a it's a it's a primary application of, of something it's it's going to stay there you know like it's an investment um but it's hard you know they don't, they're not going to say to you oh what's uh what's your salt test look like <laughs> you know what i mean they don't know and that's you know like you know i said that like save i had a safe food audit the other day like, you know, we're ticking the boxes and all that sort of thing. You know, I respect it and we have to do it. But, but wouldn't you – you want to look at the cows and the chickens? Hmm? But wouldn't you want to see if they're healthy? Like, if, if if they're healthy, then the food's going to be healthy. Isn't this about too healthy food? But it's just
0: so much paranoia and you're scared about like all diseases and all that sort of stuff.
3: But, you know, if, they, if they're coming from cows that, you know, shitting for the eye of a needle because they're, they they're, they're, um, yeah, there's, they're grass and their soil is just full of bloody nitrogen. Do you know what I mean? Like,
0: is it that, uh, to me, that'd seem more dangerous. Like, so you need to sort of think about
3: that sort of thing, like, there may be a bit less production and, um, is, is, is okay, you know, it's all, it's all right. To have the
0: most. <laughs> it's, it's it's all right for your cows not to produce a huge amount of milk.
3: You know what I mean? Look, it's, it's always how many litres your cow's given. Everyone asks all the time, how's the cow's milking? They say, Oh, well, how are you
0: going? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, when the A-bear comes around, you know, they, you know, what's all the, you know, to do, well we have the survey, all the numbers, and, numbers and, and yeah. the lady, haven't asked me how I'm going yet. <laughs> I'm running this show. Do
2: ABear actually? That's a do, great point. Do, do ABear do a survey of the actual farmers wellbeing? well-being?
3: No, <laughs> no, and and like it's the same. As, like if a bank comes around or, or you know someone you know audit or do you, even even the organic audit. As long as you, it's no one saying how, look, you're running the farm. How's your headspace? You know, you know what I mean. But it, I what would you, what would you say to them if they asked you that?
0: I'm like, great. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: I wonder how many
2: times they get that from a farmer.
0: No. <laughs> if I'd ask, if I'd ask you twenty one years ago what would you have said, but um, oh, it sucks. <laughs> it's hard and all that sort of stuff. But I try really hard, like, especially around the kids, like not to, you know, complain about
3: farming, but. Oh, Jesus, what the hell, I've got to go and milk again or i got to go and collect the eggs, I to feed the chalks or, you know, I've got to go and do something. Yeah, they you know? they pick it all up, don't they? Yeah, they pick that negative
0: vibe up. Hardly. But if you're, like, jumping around. If you're pumped about How you know, good's it. this? Look at these pigs. Look at these pigs out here. How many's mm. out there, boys, you know? Like, mm. oh, I think there's ten. Mm. Really? It couldn't be that many. Yeah, and then, then they're over the fence. Like count them we'll get out of the road mum's coming you know like it's a bit <laughs> of <fun and> excitement <laughs> don't tell I mum mean. yeah so yeah like involve you know involve your family and like, be like, positive about mm-hmm. it you know and you hear like so many farmers like oh you know i wouldn't, wouldn't want my kid to come
3: back to the farm you know i want them to go away and be a lawyer or a doctor or something like that like to me like what a like to, especially now as, as I, I get a feeling that like more
0: and more people care about what they eat. So it's becoming more and more special what we do, you know what I mean? Like, whereas before, like, we knew it was good. But I'm
3: thinking, do, do people really bloody care? Do you know what I mean? Do they care or, you know, or, or they just, just – this going to Mac is so satisfying to them, you know what I mean? Like,
0: and that's and that's a choice, and I and I and I get all that. But now there's, there's people like now we've been you know selling a bit of meat privately and, and eggs and that sort of thing. Like, we're finding people are changing, like, and they they do care. It's a big responsibility you got. Yeah, and
3: and they and and they they
0: know about it. They know about this grass fed thing and you know organics and you know um, fatty acids and. You know the good fatty asses and the bad ones and all and all that uh, sort of thing you know and it's that's good like it makes you keep on the ball you know you got to keep you got to keep improving you got to keep trying you got to keep making your, your products better but i guess and that's that's good it's called motivation you know? talking so, about motivation
2: what does it mean to you when you see the four the three the three boys turn up at the the dairy at
0: five five, oh, five, five, five oh, in the morning yeah just yeah I, just, yeah, I just start crying and stuff like, <laughs> just a soak <sulk>, like, <laughs> you know, like, if, you know, I've got a big, you know, weekend on or if something's going on,
3: you know, and here it's the same, like, just well, they get it mm. and they'll, they'll help you out. Like, I've never, you know, said you have to come and milk the cows or you have to go and collect the eggs. I have to do this or you have to do that. I've been really careful, like. Oh my! I mean, I'm not perfect at it, but like I try and choose my words, like for,
0: for a bit of help or or whatever. And usually they work it out themselves, you know. And whenever they help on the farm or do something like, they just they're in a high, like mm. they're happy and that sort of thing. But I, you know, I get it sometimes. They come home from school or whatever, and they just want to sit in and bed down and watch TV. Because <laughs> I feel like that too sometimes. We we all do so. Um. You know, and then they, they come in spits and spurts, but, but they all, um, they can all milk their cows. They can all collect eggs and
3: they can all, you know, get the pigs in if they get out or catch a chicken or, or whatever. Um, but, you know, they haven't, like when I was growing up, to be a farmer, you had to drive a tractor. You're not a farmer,
0: you have to drive a tractor. You're a <laughs> big tractor. Yeah, or whatever. You what color? What like, color? I, I haven't even shown them how to drive a tractor yet.
2: What color does the tractor have to be? Big red one. (laughs) (laughs) We
0: got green ones. We got diversity here. (laughs) We've got rusting. You've got tractor
2: diversity, (laughs) bio, mechanical diversity.
0: Yeah. So, um, and the other thing is, you know, like they could go down and see what, you know, species are growing
3: in the pasture or if you've overgrazed or if, you know, things aren't right, you know, you need to, we should move those chickens. They're getting a bit,
0: they haven't got much grass here. Well, Pen's starting to sneak a bit. Mm. We better move them chickens. Oh, come and help me, and we'll do it together. You
3: know. I've got to
2: say they are three very impressive young men, and I'm not. I'm not surprised. Like I sat with your family last night, yeah, uh, Jenny and um, and Paul and Anne and the boys. Oh, um, I don't know. They, were, they sort of all came. And Lockie was there for the beginning, and then Jimmy me. took off, and then and uh, Billy stayed. He'll
0: stay for a while, yeah.
2: And I've got to say, it was such a wonderful um, place to be. And I was really honoured to, to sit with you guys last night eating your lamb.
0: <laughs> I mean, the coastal lamb.
2: Coastal lamb. Yeah. Coastal mm-hmm. lamb. That's how many K's away from the coast? We call it coastal lamb.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We we're um, as a crow flies, So we might be only 15 K, maybe even less. Yeah.
2: Uh, so we from, can call it coastal. Port Macquarie. Pretty I close. can smell salt in the air. Oh, right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah what else uh, anything else that you might you might say to a um
3: a young farmer or a farmer you know looking looking to you know change it's good it's good it's good it's great you know when norco will like um you know encourage another farmers to and good on them for
0: doing it you know encourage another farmers to go again you know um, and, you know, helping them out a bit and that sort of thing. Um, you know, I just, yeah, my main
3: message is, you know, it'll be all right and it's good. It's good for you, good for your family. You know? And, um, like, I don't really, you know, consider myself a dairy farmer anymore. Look, I'm,
0: you know, we got chickens and pigs and, you know, a few beef cattle and all that. Like I said, you know, if you're just milking cows and milking cows and milking cows, what are you do on the saho milk? But if you throw a bit of different stuff in there, like it makes it a bit interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I'd rather, you know, have a few chooks and pigs and all that sort of stuff, and um, then milk more cows. I've got enough cows. If I milk more cows, i have got to build a new dairy. Oh, if I really want to spend a million bucks and have a dairy there, and, and in five years' time decide I didn't want to milk cows, there.: yeah. I mean? and or, or be forced to milk cows because I've got to pay for this dairy farm, this this infrastructure that I can't use for anything else.
2: Step us through. Um, just give us an, an overview of what else you you are um you're producing apart from um amazingly, proteinaceous and fatty milk. Given <laughs> given the um given the report that we saw this morning when the when the milk truck turned up and did the test, that was outrageous. Can you tell us? You're allowed to tell us what you what what, what you are well, I mean, I guess as a as a reference point for, well, normally, for for quality.
0: Normally, like with fat and protein, we would have
3: run it. It's um protein like two point nine, three, maybe, and like conventionally in fat and three point eight, four. Mm. You know. Yeah, it's pretty standard sort of
0: thing. Now the fat we we're hitting like four point eight. Um and protein like three point six. Which is pretty high. It's so almost see it, like well you see it in the milk we drink. Obviously, like we're not allowed to sell raw milk, but we drink it. Mm. And the boys drink bucket loads of it. I kept saying to him, why are we running out of milk? The boys drink <laughs> <laughs> Where'd the thousand litres of milk go that should all, be. I said to him, he's up a bit on the milk. <laughs> and making the vat look bad. <laughs> so. Um, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm with that. But, but you see it in the bottle. Yeah. Like you can see the, because the, is a sign homogenized as well, the big layer of yeah. fat and goodness. And that's. And that's what, like, there'll be six bottles in the fridge and you'll go and there's, like, six half-drink bottles because they've drank all the top off of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get the water shit at the end. That's what I've got to use in my coffee. <laughs> You've got to get in early. <laughs> but
2: that's a, that's a, I mean, without drilling down on those numbers, I mean, I'm just thinking there's probably 20 or 30% difference between for both, your, both those, roughly yeah. for both those. those yeah, well,
0: admittedly, look, we've got more rum. Oh, uh, you know, it's, it's becoming more Jersey-dominated um, the herd. and But, you know, I'd like to think it's just like in the quality of the grass it's, that's making, you know, and, and that's coming from the soil, that's coming from all the, you know, the compost making
3: and, the you know, the care and that, you know, getting back to that family stuff. It's all, you know, we've got a, a tremendous bloke
0: who works for us. He's been working for us. He's just about 14, 29 now, I think, this year. Really? Yeah, and he's just just the most amazing human. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just a wonderful fella. And, um, has he got a name? And Joe. Oh, Joe. And, the, you know, the kids are just, you know, they
3: just, like my kids are like idolising, you know, the way he works and, you know, his, his attitude and that sort of thing, you know. And, and I think, um, you know, he makes the compost and puts it out. And,
0: you know, he's, he's got that care, like, and I think that's important too. You know, and he, he milks a cow, like he's he milks a cow sometimes, and that. But, like I don't know how he milks so fast, and so like efficiently, and that sort of thing.
3: Like it's just, uh, just really, really lucky to, um, have him and and that whole organic journey. Basically, he's been he's been on it too. Like, I don't think he, he thinks of it as um like deeply
0: as, as I do. He's more like, well, what would you be thinking about? <laughs> just do it sort of thing. Mm. Like, he just does it. Like, he just does the work and gets it done. You know, if, if there's a storm coming and you know, paddocks and he needs a compost, he makes sure that paddock gets a compost. He, it just, if he's got to go up five o'clock, for some, some reason he can fit four loads in. Mm. When everyone else would only be able to fit three in. Mm. you know yeah. what I mean? Like, just, you get it done, just gets the job done, and that's
3: and uh, you know another thing, it is you know a lot of, I suppose what people call it hard, and what they call it hard work, but you know it's a lot, it's a lot of work,
0: um, but it's in, you know it's enjoyable and it's rewarding, well, hopefully for him, it, it's like that too.
2: Well, I think I know why he why he stays. on. It's a it's a great gig. It's a great you know. You 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 obviously yeah. t- he's learning. You know, he, and he's and he's, he's 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 working for working with, I should say, a wonderful, wonderful family. And he's and he's, I mean, he yeah. Have I think to stay. I think
0: him and dad. You know, pretty you know, we've got a pretty good relationship and that sort of thing. Like, I'm a bit. You know, I get a bit unorganised and that sort of stuff sometimes, it's probably frustrating, but, she's
3: the. He's no, still, he's still there no, for now. Nothing's changed, mate. No, no, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah.
2: Tell oh, me, goodness. um, let's let's talk about those enterprises. So, what else? What else you've got? We've got the but the, the um, oh, just on that one, um, it was it was wonderful and we were talking about it. It's not just all black and white cattle, the cows walking through that that dairy this morning. We had all sorts of wonderful colors and shapes and sizes, and I asked you why and
0: names
2: and names. Yeah, yeah a few different. What
0: names were they? At- what were some of them? Oh, well, and how do you name them? Well, they- the kids have named them over the years, and that's probably a bit of a reflection of their maturity. Some of them at the time,
3: <laughs> some of the names <laughs> you see them developing. <laughs> yeah,
0: but so we just roll with them, um, you know. So there's you know there's a theme through the herd, like you a letter V. So we have got a few V names, mm. and or um, cities or places we've been, like on a holiday or something like that. So you know. and
2: then there was one year that was
0: all grass. Yeah, it's a grass year. So. One's called beans, <laughs> soy beans and that sort of thing, kai kui and prairie grass, different names. But, you know, like three or four years later, if they're milking the cows, they go, I oh, remember that day we'll, you know, we'll like, tag in those calves. That's, yeah. that, that's that calf. Now it's yeah. become a cow. Oh, yeah, remember that spot on it or, or whatever. It's, it gives them a little bit of ownership. Oh, I did that. I named that cow.
2: Mm. Bit of, right. bit of, a bit of relationship. Yeah, and instead of it.
0: just giving it a bloody number. Mm. Well, number 1,622,
3: and the next one that comes in is Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people think, oh, geez, they're silly names. But no.
0: It's, you know, cow's got a bit of a personality and and that sort of thing, you know. They
2: deserve
0: it. So why not? What else we got here on the farm? So we run, um, there are other sort of enterprises, um, laying hens um been doing that since 2010 11 i think it's been a bit of a battle from time to time um
3: but with feed or get,
0: uh, sourcing yeah, feed feed or- costs and, um work and fitting it all in but um i think long term they have a you know a really positive impact on the, on the soil um because we move them all the time and you know these sort of you know i suppose create create jobs and work and and it's meaningful work for people, like for family members. Like Billy's 10, so he's he's growing up the chickens. You know, he's a baby on the, on the front of Ian's
3: shirt in one of those little pouches. Caboose things, yeah yeah. Well, he's been picking them up since he was one. Like, so, um,
0: and the other boys, you know, they go and collect the eggs and whatnot. They can feed them, um, feed the chickens, move the chickens. Um, Jimmy Rez, the middle sonny. He rears the chickens, so when they come in at day old, they go into the brooder, and that's his responsibility. and no make sure they got water, make sure they got feed. Oh, yeah, well, they crook, you know. Oh, dad, they're not. so feel a bit not right. You know, coming out a look. Other than that, I don't check them anymore. It's, and he gets it. Like if you don't, if you don't feed them or you don't water them, I mean, they'll die. Mm. There's no, it's no the harsh there, there is, There's no excuses, you know. Mm. And but we like look. You know, he's happy to have that responsibility and, like, feed the pigs and any sorts of meat chooks and that sort of thing. So, yeah, and we do meat chooks. We sell them. We don't do many of them. But there's more more to start with is for ourselves, you know. Mm. We get to eat those eggs, good eggs. I we had a look, couple this morning, uh, outrageous. Yeah, the colour in it. It's, you can see why. Oh, no, you know, I, I thought, showed you oh, the grass mate, grass this is
2: radioactive, this one. It was, that, was <laughs> orange <laughs> That's why you go It was oranges that <laughs> bloody candle over there? isn't it?
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's- orange. That's right. All well, you see, you saw the grass, they were like, you know, consume and then they had to, you know, they're getting that milk and a bit of diversity in their feed. Yeah. They're getting,
2: they're getting some leftover milk that's made into a sort of a porridge.
0: Yeah. So it's unreal. Like, and they know, get that. They're getting that, whatever nutrient that goes with it. And so they're pretty, pretty healthy. So, um, yeah, no, the chickens are good. I think we'll probably keep doing them for a while yet. Yeah.
2: Mm. Where do you sell those eggs?
0: Oh, we sell a few locally and um a few into sydney mm. um different shops and cafes come and go um so it's just yeah, it's a bit of, bit of a roller coaster and, and like i said it's a marathon on a sprint. Mm. You know, if we miss out on a shop or they don't want them anymore or something it's, yeah no worries we we don't you know we don't sell to one one company
3: you're not tied up with the contracts. no or
0: not. we're not tied up with and we're not you know, we're not in the cars or Woolies or anything like that with them, and we, we don't have enough. But you know, we you know employ a couple of ladies that um, pack eggs over the years, and you know they've all become friends with them. And you know, it looks like they come and pack eggs and they talk, and I don't know what they talk about for so long. Geez, women can talk. Eh? I suppose we're having a bit of a long talk now. <laughs> <laughs> you are a woman, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's, it's it's good. It's bringing it's bringing other people to You, f- you walked right into that one, didn't you? It's yeah, it's bringing <laughs> a bit of community and you oh, know, you. and you, you know, meeting other families and, and that sort of thing.
2: I mean, it's 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 community like it used to be, wasn't it? You know, like neighbours sharing. Your neighbour turned up this morning
0: with some veggies. You right. know? I mean, that's yeah. just
2: a, such a lovely thing. It's it's com, it's it's you're putting the culture back in agriculture,
0: and that's what it's, like, it's culture, and that's what you know. The the chickens provide the farm with some more culture. Yeah, yep. The pigs, you know, messy and at some times or whatever and then get out and repunt but same thing there's some cops there's some little piggies running around mm. you know billy wakes up in the morning the first thing he sees outside his window is pigs. Yep. you know so it's it, more it's not if it was like you know some sort of a business mentor or something like that be telling me to get rid of them <laughs> because they're not making because it yeah a, a profit you know yeah. Hell, you'd be better off milking 20 more cows and yeah, in the time of pigs that. and getting rid of that, you know that's. But um, so what's long the, what's long, the, what's long term for for everyone's like, you know, mental health and that sort of stuff. I don't think it's a bad thing to have, you know. So we got some meat chooks I said, and and we got some pigs, and we got a small beef herd too. So we're selling meat now uh, to people or, like direct from the farm if they want it. It's not
3: um, certified organic, but you know it's from organic uh land and fed mostly organic um feeds
0: and it's you know grass-based free range Mm. and those animals are helping to improve the
3: soil so you know if people are looking for a reason to to buy good food and and help the environment then that's a good place to shop i suppose on farm and you got some lambs as well we had one last night
0: yeah we got a few lambs as
3: well We might. Yeah, we could have a few more of them, actually. Mm. Well, all good for biodiversity. Yeah. Um, what, was, what was interesting,
2: Chris, um, is uh, last night and this morning, um, and, and I, knowing that your, your um, journey of, in, into the world of organic started about 20 years ago, and your mum and dad um, went with that journey, you know, that they, there's a lot of organic food in your cupboard there's a, not i didn't go looking through all your cupboards but it was my I idea i just saw on the bench it went in my room <laughs> <laughs> all sorts of organic things in there um, the um but my sense was this is a total you know your family has embraced the whole idea of it you know paul was there with an organic beer last night um and you know this is not just something that chris Eggert has dragged into the farm and he's sort of doing as a thing and and your mum and dad are sort of just putting up with it or, or, or humoring you i mean they are it, yeah 100 on board what was it like to sort of come home or introduce or say what was that conversation like with with, with them when you said oh, i reckon we need to we need to do something differently or how did you sort of frame it up
0: well i think you know at the time yeah, they you know, they're all around what's going on too so they i remember dad used to joke about it look Oh, organics, oh, we should go organic. Oh, that'd be funny, eh?
3: Oh really? Heaven, yeah, yeah. Heaven.
0: And he said, Oh, imagine all the pass in the milk. Jesus, I'd be bad. It's <laughs> organic stuff, you know what I mean? I remember saying stuff like that. And then it's not it's not um it's not like like the organics isn't like that. It's not it's not an excuse to
3: have poor, uh poor quality. I must just make that point. Um you know what I mean? Like it's mm. it's it, it, it's it's not an excuse like it it's it's more 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 prevalent to be wholly nutritious and that sort of stuff yeah so um yeah no that i'm lucky like if yeah it's certainly come on board with that healthy eating and that sort of stuff like we're not
0: you know we're not a hundred percent like we're out we'll, you know if we have a pub you know we'll have a pub feed and a few beers and all that sort of stuff yeah, we're pretty it, like it we're not mean. Crazy about it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, mm-hmm. like I ain't all about it, whatever they they say, but like day to day, yeah, we're lucky, we've got our own meat, all our own meat, all our own milk, eggs, some of our protein, like definitely not she's definitely vegan free farm here, like <laughs> vegan
3: free farming mm-hmm. all at the space, um and um well, we're we're all you know, healthy and happy and and like you know, well it's not coming an end because we're eating meat no it's making it better well paul
0: know, and Jenny pretty fit yeah well they're, you know they're in their 70s and like they they're no worries to do a day's work you know i've had you know young kids here come here
3: and tell me how heavy the chook nets are to, to shift the net so all, sorry mate, but mom can do it mm. you know yeah you know, get into it or she whatever the, you know she sets the sets the standard
0: yeah exactly yeah so for for all of us you know yeah
2: you were saying when we were out there um moving the cattle in there in the dark this morning that um you know you were telling me about the field days you used to go to um when you were back in the day but you you had attended you know more recently some some sort of i guess um uh, conventional field days put on by industry and so on and, and you said that you know i asked you oh, what 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 happens when you turn up to them you how do they, what do they think of of
0: you, <laughs> oh, I don't need to worry about me, but probably a bit surprised they go sometimes. But, um, because they said they say some things, <laughs> yeah. oh, early, early on, like when we first started, yeah, they something they come about organic and it'll be orgasmic or something, and that's some sort of stuff.
2: But, <laughs> and then, oh, i got the you used to follow the cows hanging out of the trees yeah, or something,
0: yeah, yeah, it's floating in the breeze, waiting <laughs> yeah. for something to happen, but um. Yeah, no, I, I, I suppose, like all jokes aside, like socially, you know, um, I guess for dad, like it would have been really hard because, like, he was like a really, you know, he, he grew great crops and he, and all that sort of thing. He had good cattle and you
3: know, show cattle and all that sort of stuff. So it would have been really tough. But, you know, I suppose he's, I don't know, like he's still respected, like
0: his peers must have been thinking he's lost it. <laughs> you know, not so hard. he's lost a pod, he's got a drop over here. He's given that fun that's to that his son and look what's going on. Oh, yeah, look what these crazy sons doing, you know what I mean? But that's – I can't control that and
3: what people think or what other people think. And if I'm worried about that, I'm not – you know, I'm not doing – like i you know, i said, so, well, why don't you go to the sale? Yeah, no, it's all you Well, that stuff. I'm, at home. I'm better at home. Doing what I believe in. You know. Are like you making compost or brewing a new brew up on some tea or something like that or you know, shifting a fence. Like you know, locking a place, locking a locking a paddock up, mm. letting it grow. Mm. Something like that.
0: Like do something like positive, you know.
2: Talking about positive things, what um are there any books that you read that were really resonated or mentors that you've had that um you know you really made a big difference to your your thinking
0: well, i think you know early on there was a you know you know just a a, a local farmer um Lockie hollis which unfortunately passed away last year um or this year and um he was great to me because
3: he'd been doing it for a while and he's in organics and he was like really encouraging you know what i mean just, um you know, he showed me his like garlic crops and his beautiful garlic and that sort of stuff. And well, you can do this, you know what I mean? So it wasn't so much like like really big names, and and then we had like um a dairy farmer from Victoria
0: come up and see us and that sort of stuff. And he was like, you know, really well respected and a good farmer and that sort of thing. And he encouraged us too. Um, and then yeah, yeah you got like in you know, American authors, like I've mentioned like Zimmer and uh, Arden Edison and, and that sort of thing. And I you know like um Jerry Bernetti, I heard him speak and you know he's like battling the cancer and that sort of stuff. He, he's passed now too, but um they were really good, like the link between the health and the soil and that sort of thing, you know what I mean? Like how important it is for for our own health. So or or all, all, all that, yeah.
2: And Joel Salton, who and yeah, of course, know, like yeah. Giles Salton's books, yeah. you know,
0: which you know,
3: kids, my kids are they, they read them. Yeah, they, they think they're good, like good books, and there's always something there, like in, inspiring. Um, to do like, I'm, you know, I'm never going to be Joel Salton. I don't want to be Joel Salton.
0: You know what
2: I mean? But you mentioned that this morning, which I thought was really a really good point.
3: Um, uh, uh,
0: go go there. Talk about talk yeah, that. Think, um. You know, sometimes we got caught up and we got real serious about it. We're trying to be perfect with, you know, the soil balance and, you know, the health and uh, the plants. And, you know, if it didn't work out or you didn't, you know, get your soil test back and it wasn't what you expected, like, you'd get disappointed and I've done all this work and nothing's happened. You know what I mean? Like, that
3: that happens sometimes. Um, But, like, I think you're trying to appease or please someone else. Like from an author or a
0: book you've read or something like that, and that's how they do it. And and quite often, you only hear the good stories at, at conferences and that sort of thing. Um, so and I think it's important. Like if I was saying, or oh, yeah, like you we're saying about other farmers changing, like put make sure you put plenty of yourself into it. Don't don't try and copy someone else or be someone else. Like use you know, use some of that work and or, or framework or ideas, but. Like you, you're you're the one invested in it,
3: and and doing the work, and you've got the good ideas. Like they're there, like you know what I mean. Think about it for yourself. Like,
0: um, how, how can you make this work? Because we all think differently, and and that sort of thing. So, yeah, I think you just need to be mindful of um, you know, being yourself.
3: Mm. With, with this Stuff. And one last one, um, which is a bit
2: a practical one, but a really good example of 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 you thinking about it and finding a solution that is just cool as is the laneways you we were walking on one this morning and you told me what what it was it, tell me it's sort of it's, it's
0: funny charlie like no one's made a fuss of it like you have before <laughs> so, oh i think it's fantastic yeah. I think it's fantastic because like the way I, you explained it I mean, and i do too i think it's really good but yeah. but yeah so we just use like um you know roadside mulch you know where they build um roads or um uh sub subdivisions and that sort of thing. So it's just like pretty roughly chopped up by well, what they call a tub grinder, I think, and we get that and put that down for laneways. So it's, you know, it's a carbonaceous, say that right? Um, yeah. 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 Carbonaceous <laughs> I I material. Was, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> and, uh, um, That's a big word. It is, This time, of my day. Um, <laughs> and and the, it keeps the, keeps the cows out of the mud and keeps the vehicles out of the mud. And, it's, and it's, it packs down, like, so it's a lot softer on their feet than, um, like, gravel would, would be, and um, it's a lot cheaper, and it's, you know, it's pretty easy to move around and that sort of thing, and, you know, if you want to move your laneway, well, you can...
3: You can literally uh,
2: put the bucket on the tractor and uh, move it. Yeah,
0: yeah, lay the tip truck up and move it to another spot. And, and, and that's what we, you know, I was saying this morning we did when we had some really wet weather over a sustained period after the drought, and... We just put the chicken caravans up on top of mounds of this stuff and it just drained. The water drained away. The chickens kept out of the mud. So they stayed clean. The eggs were clean. They stayed healthy. And now we just opened the pens up through the day and let them go out wherever on the grass, get some um, grass or whatever. And the only thing was we just had to make sure we are going down there every night to shut them in. Mm. So, yeah, and talk about the,
2: fun- the fungus, you yeah, know, the, the- –
0: yeah and every time you bring a truckload of you know mulch from a different area, you're probably bringing in different you know species of bacteria and fungus you can't see it with your eyes like unless you've you know seen that sort of stuff under a microscope it's really hard to understand that there's so many different like species like we know nothing about soils and biology and and how it all interacts with plants and all that it's pretty it's pretty exciting but you know getting back to that yeah we're bringing in different different species on the farm, the cows are walking on it and I guess it's, they're picking it up on their feet and taking it into the paddocks and, it's like I said, you know, it's all long-term type things. It's not like putting your rear on a paddock and seeing an instant response. If you want to do this stuff, it's it's yeah, long-term.
2: And it's, you've created a fungal highway, haven't you, really? It's, it really is because that's where the traffic is, the cattle traffic and the, the passing of bacteria and fungus and it's going up to the... The um uh, the yards uh, the yards and back down which goes
0: onto the compost goes on the compost yeah it's like it's like a vein of the farm and when you know you're spreading compost you know little bits dropping out of the back of the spreader onto it all the time and yep yeah so it's 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 inoculating it whatever feeding it cows pissing and shit on it and they're feeding it so eventually I suppose it's going to break down and we just put it on the paddock or it'll just be nice big green strip there. Yeah, or we'll put more on top, or. or more on top. Yeah, whatever. Like it's, it's quicker and easier than, you know, reo and concrete. Once you put like that stuff down, like it's there forever. Mm. Well, you know, you, oh, I've spent this money and
3: I've got to use it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, whereas this other is just so much more flexible. Um, uh, the product is. Yeah. One last
2: question, Chris. Um, I've got a thousand more, of course, but we can't. Um, we don't have the time. The wind's getting up. What um, – if you had a, a billboard you could put up outside here on the highway because you're not that far from the highway, but what, what, what would it say that it was, it was free, didn't cost you big billboard and it said something like a quote or a, or a, or a phrase or a, or, a, or a question or something, something that everyone would see? And you didn't, and you didn't have to put your name to it either. It could have been. It's anonymous. <laughs> then you go, oh, Chris Eggert. He said whatever.
0: What, what would know. it be, you reckon? I don't know. <laughs> it's just – Blind side of me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
2: Like, is there a favorite quote you have I think, or
0: a, I think um, or advi- it's just, basically advice to the world, you know. Probably just, um,
3: you no, know, you you know, be yourself and try harder at it, you know. Look, I, th- I think, yeah, um, I think, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. Don't, you know, be, you know, be resilient and. You don't do look for others to, uh, to blame or, or or whatever you know. Do that's
0: what I think. Like at the beginning, it's like this bit of a pickle here. You need to do something about it. Mm. Okay, you know? and, and then that's what holistic management stuff to us it's like, you know, look in the mirror, own it, own it. You know, own it. Own a problem.
3: You know, you got a problem. Own it. Don't, don't jump around and blame people for it. Stuff like that. So. I don't know if that's what I put on there. I reckon it's, it's ace. Nice. That'll do. An Mate, I don't want really to get um,
2: blamed for keeping you away from your your next appointment or, or lunch or little. <laughs> maybe you're going to sneak over here now and have another little sneaky camp in the. <laughs> You <laughs> okay. might need a sleep after this. There's no beer over here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> can, cool. we,
2: can, can, I, can I tell everyone about what you told me this morning about where you leave your little six pack? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't do that
0: anymore.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Down near the dairy shed. Mate, that was so, I can tell you what, That I learned so much, and you are really awesomely inspiring. And, um, you, you, I reckon there's, there's a book in there somewhere. There's a little bit of a, you know, a guide to dairy farming, or, or, or farming on the coast, or, I don't know, whatever. I I, I called it earlier. I said he was the Joel Salatin of Australia. No. Right not,
0: even,
2: <laughs> not even close. <laughs> well, you're the Chris Eggert of Australia. Let's say, let's say that. Yeah. That's well, that's safer.
0: Well, I do know that there's a lot of,
3: you know, really, really good. um Farmers in Australia, that's for sure. And, you know, a lot of them, they fly under the radar, that's, you know. I know,
0: like, you know, where we get our grain from, like uh, Mara seeds and that. Like, they're amazing. Mm. They, they do an amazing job. Like, they're growing grain on the coast. Or near, yeah, I suppose it's not as close to the coast as us, but it's not. It's just probably close as you can grow grain, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and they're doing it organically and they're doing beef cattle and whatnot. You know, the products they send down to us for the chooks now, they're usually, you know, or they're always, you know, top class and that sort of stuff. So there's plenty, there's plenty of people about doing like really, really good stuff. Like it's not, I suppose in the media, it's just doom and gloom, isn't it? Like a lot of the time, but
3: there's lots to to look
0: forward to. Oh, so much to look forward to. Yeah, that's for sure. Look forward to seeing you again, Charlie.
2: I can't tell you how how fun it's been. I can't believe this is the first time I've been here. I missed your twenty first. Oh. I don't know what I was doing. Something not as cool as going to your twenty first. Clearly, <laughs> when the big bull was here, yeah. mate. Um, that was that was a real honour. So thank you, Chris. And um, I look forward to um, uh, watching your journey, being oh. involved, stepping through,
0: standing alongside. I I think it's um really great what you do too Charlie and like to regenerate um agriculture and I suppose we need people like you to like put it out and make the public a bit more you know aware of it and and probably speed things up a little bit you know um well thank you for helping do that
3: I'm not very good um social media sort of stuff but mate you're very good at what
2: you just did and um and I really and just as a quick aside I really enjoyed milking those cows this morning yeah well, that was very therapeutic it would
4: have been easy
0: for me to say oh no i'll just i'll just come over at the end and have a look you know what i mean a lot of people do that it's, but i sort of knew you'd probably get up and yeah mate and do it that's i really, wouldn't miss it for the world was really good you no. know you're gonna buy in the next dairy farm
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll, buy, we'll, buy, we'll buy one nearby you can, you can look after it for me <laughs> yeah. Right, mate what do we do now we shake hands <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Good that on. was so fun. Well, there you go. Um, I can't tell you how much I enjoyed my interview there at Eggert's Farm with Chris Eggert, oxhill Organics there. Um, an amazing dairy farm that um, you know, he's been doing this stuff for twenty years and he does have the occasional farm tour and opens it up to the public. I hope he does more of that because there's an amazing amount of can you know, hear those guinea fowl in the background there? Classic um, is an amazing amount of um, of of wisdom and experience and wonderful practices that I I, I trust that um, others will pick up in not just the dairy industry but the regenerative ag space agricultural space. Um, so watch this space and talking about watch this space. Tommy Herschel is um, my guest next week. He's an amazing fellow I met at a conference in Melbourne. We bonded in, bonded in the cab ride on the on the on the way back from, uh, to the airport. Um, we've done some work together, um, over the, over the years. And, uh, we talk about all sorts of things, you know, from Tommy's beginnings, pretty rough sort of start to life, or, or dare I say, um, through some adversity. Um, and the way that he has, he's turned that round and he, and he's actually used his experience to help others. And it's an amazing, um, story. Um, he runs an organisation or he, he is, you know, find your feet is his expression. Um, And he runs programs for for boys and and men to really look at themselves and and step up to the line. And, you know, we talk about toxic masculinity, depression, anxiety, you know, what it is to be a man in this 21st century. Fascinating stuff, applicable to everyone, not just farmers. Um, We talk a lot about the farming game, but um, uh, I'll leave you with that. Look forward to next week's episode, because I am Tommy Herschel.
1: This episode has been brought to you by MILK, there is a land, they say, that flows with milk and honey. Atop a dairy, where the white blood goes, it's how they make money. Creator of the cow knew what he was doing. We need them for food, milk, meat and pooing. As part of the balance of landscape and life, buy your organic milk and pay a fair price. So next when you sip your hot chockey or flat white, salute your dairy farmer because they have been milking all night. This podcast is produced by Rhys Jones at Jaeger Media. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe, share, rate and review. For more episode information, please head over to www.charliernott.com.au.